Blog Talk Radio. sleep but we have a show to do today it is 5 31 central time and it's 6 31 eastern doesn't matter what time of day it is you know a lot of things are going on in the world of professional wrestling and now now AEW and NXT are going to war AEW and WWE are going to put their best foot forward. Do they care what the other one's doing? They'd be lying if they say they didn't. I have watched NXT since 2011, actually 2009, when it was just a game show. And it featured the likes of loud cars who need to get their shit fixed. No, it featured the likes of Daniel Bryan. And Wade Barrett and Titus O'Neil and guys that really have not fully recovered since that era. Some of them made a very nice, you know, run at the main roster. Kevin Owens, kind of, you know, winning a championship and kind of putting Shane out of commission. But guys from NXT, the Black and Gold brand, that are mainly shining right now. The current roster, if we're talking about. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, who I don't know if he's ever coming back from injury, but the bro, Matt Riddle, Mia Yim, who's putting it to Shayna Baszler. Yeah, a lot of people seem to think that NXT is just going to roll over and die. Well, he saw Vinnie Mac, the imminent rumors of him joining the fray in the black and gold brand. Well, seeing what he did to ECW. We've all seen the things that he has done, yes. But what people also fail to understand is that there's no getting around it. A lot of doubt that NXT will put up a fight. Who are the main players? You have to look at that when it comes to NXT. Yes, I jumped right into the fucking fray of the discussion. Do you know why? Because NXT has always been undermined by some of the casual fans, and I even the people who don't watch it, you know, I don't have time to watch it. Well, now you have no excuse because it's on USA Network. And, yes, it's going to be an adventure. And, yes, it's going to be a war. Who has more experience in that area? A lot of the people who have done underhanded things in this professional wrestling business, underhanded as in what's going to get people to tune into our show the following fucking week. McMahon, 
He's an expert at that. WCW, the Monday Night Wars. What's the fucking difference? I don't know. One was on TNT. The other one was on USA Network. And boy, was that a ratings war. If anybody's ever seen it. And I mean, you see guys from WCW going to WWE like Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, all the big movers and shakers that were in that era. You saw D-Generation X come to a WCW arena starting the whole Monday Night Wars thing. Look, everyone says that once upon a time NXT was a brand. Well, once upon a time, you you fuckers were wrestling fans. And not, I'm going to pick a side. That's fine. You pick a side. I'm going to watch wrestling as is because I'm a broadcast journalist and I got to report this shit to you all. So, lo and behold, we have ourselves a war. And it's 2019. 19 years later, after the fact that WCW folded up for good. Was World Championship Wrestling ever going to come back? Well, in the form of AEW, it kind of did. I'm not slamming AEWs, but here's the thing. When people are chanting it at a live event on Monday Night Raw, and there's articles being written about how the culture is going to change, it's already changing. And it's highly amusing to me to see people post shit about how AEW is going to mop the floor with them. They haven't even been airing yet, and people are already flocking to ProWrestlingTees.com and buying their merchandise. I'm not for any side. I'm all for professional wrestling. I want to see which side is going to captivate me the most, what they're going to show me. And so far, what AEW has shown me is they're showing the purity of professional wrestling. Is there such a thing as purity in any fucking thing? The people that are saying... Rest in peace, NXT. Hmm. They're both the same to me. If you look at their doing the flippy, flippy shit, the blading is more air apparent, is more evident because, oh, they have reason to. Really. So gigging, which shaves five years off your career, is entertainment. I'm just pointing that out there. Some may think I'm pro-WWE because most of my, most of the titles on my show are... WWE related Let me inform you all of something I will watch AEW It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to hop on the fucking bandwagon Like most of you idiots have Because Here's the deal When AEW Has been around for 30 years You all let me know They're going to be around for 10 years Oh oh, really So Cody taking an unprotected chair shot That's to buzz about that's a discussion topic right you all want to discuss shit that makes professional what makes professional wrestling when you haven't even some of you have not even stepped foot in the ring and i'm not talking about access you can get in the ring and run the fucking ropes and you think you're professionals because you do it in your backyard let me tell you fuckers something yes and i refer to you as you fuckers because you uneducated pieces of crap that think oh this is a war and I'm going to pick sides and I'm going to be all cool on my little blog and I'm going to be so cool when I put on an AEW shirt I picked a side motherfuckers this shit has already been going down since WCW's days ECW days this has not this is not my first 
timer on the fucking carousel of professional wrestling? Are you fucking kidding me? It's entertainment. Professional wrestling will always be and never stop being what? Entertainment. doesn't matter if it's WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, WSC, New Breed Wrestling. The independents are starting to get in on this, and they're going to follow which product is successful if, if people notice. Yes, you got to cater to the smarts. Like, no. It, the, the main ingredient to a professional wrestling success is what? What the fans want, right? So this whole Wednesday night war thing, <clears throat> I welcome it with open arms, but I'm also annoyed by it because you have people already online drawing the yellow tape the caution tape for WWE's NXT. They've already been bodied. Oh, no. Rest in peace, NXT. AEW has barely fucked been a company for a year and a half, almost two, and already making mistakes that people will always point out. So y'all haven't even had a live event. I've seen the work already, and I don't mind it. I actually like some of what I've seen. But that does not negate the fact that Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes had an amazing match. No. What really pisses me off is why the fuck are you blading? What story are you trying to tell? One brother is better than the other. Are you going to work together afterwards? Highly confusing. Also, when you gig and you have no reason to fucking gig and show blood, why? Now fans are going to be wanting that all the goddamn time because it's, it's well, it's satirical. It's, it's for the reasoning of why you do it. You guys who have never been in the fucking ring before, fuck you. You guys think you know what a wrestling show is, some of you. And I'm not saying fuck you to all of my fans, but I'm saying fuck you to the ones who sit there and say, oh, it's already over for NXT. To those of you who, yeah, once upon a time I believed and invested in the product and think that it's okay to throw in the towel for a company that's been around for 40-plus years, like, oh, you're just hanging on a threads, you're a WWE closet case. No, actually, I'm not, because I've bitched and I've beseeched and I've moaned about what's been shown to us as fans on TV. And I can already fucking tell you, the Wednesday night wars that are going to happen on USA Network and TNT, no one even knows. They're like, oh, well, who's Cody Rhodes? The son of the American dream. That's who. Who's Dustin Rhodes? You don't know who Goldust is? That's, they're the sons. They're the product of the American dream. Dusty Rhodes. And they put on one hell of a match. Yes. But you have other elements to AEW that may make them a wild card in professional wrestling. Like, uh, oh gee, I don't know, Darby Allen, who will do anything off of anything like moonsaults, spider monkeying up top, you know, a ventilation system and doing acai moonsaults or split-legged moonsaults or suicide dives, getting thrown into and bar- getting thrown into barriers as Darby Allen. Joey Janela is also another nutcase that'll do anything and everything for the business. And some some of you are saying I don't understand. Oh no, I do. Because AEW is showcasing their company versus WWE. That's what this is. 
it's like if Charmed was to go up against One Tree Hill, or the Magicians against uh, some other show on the CW. I'm going to tell you right now, this is one hell of a war because you have so much talent on one roster, and you know this is semi-talent that's being favorited by the McMahon Helmsley regime. Well, I must say, after reading several people's opinions and what they think, that's the beauty of this. It's like a democracy or lack thereof, right? Professional wrestling has turned into one big, or one big fucking political debate. Well, this side is better because weigh the pros and cons, research before you speak. It's like, please shut the fuck up and let me run my own fucking show. Gee, that felt good. Just, just let me... Let me just point things out for those who don't listen to my show. I do rant, but I rant within reason, and I suggest because I suggest within reason. My suggestions being like, <clears throat> let's put our let's put all of our cards on the table. AEW did, and they're like, we're gonna just show you what we are all about. For those of you who have forgotten, there have been companies that have been, you know, around Vince McMahon and shown the Vince McMahon way, and yes, on the creative side, you've got Arn Anderson and Dean Malenko and Billy Gunn and a whole bunch of names, Chris Jericho for matters, trying to say, well, this is what our company's about. You want your show to be like a rock show. You have your, start off the show with your songs that, you know, the, play on your album that you want to showcase for the fans, and towards the end, you want to build a crescendo and start off slow build, build, and at the end you want to go all out. He's not wrong in that area. And I don't mind Chris Jericho and I don't mind John Moxley and Sean, well, Sean Spears, I'm kind of at a mix. I didn't really care for him in WWE and I don't really care for him now. And that's fine because you know why? You know why I don't really care for the fucker? It's because even as the perfect 10, he was so over. When he got up to main roster, they didn't know what to do with him in WWE. He gets to AEW, he gets Co- he gives Cody Rhodes an unprotected fucking chair shot. And that's supposed to make me want to invest in your company. Why? Because I want to see the crazy shit that follows after that. That's why. Boy, how are you all fooled, man? You think I'm downing on AEW when I'm really not. It's I'm invested in the fucking craziness. And I want to see what Cody and Chris and Tony can produce on one end. And I want to see what... Hunter and Vince, two for NXT on the other. Some of you are already putting them in the casket without even giving them a chance. So you got to give big names to NXT. You have to produce big names. So expect the Arsenal to come out. Expect the heavy hitters to come back. Because you've got Booker T, you've got Jerry the King Lawler doing Skypes and then actually appearing and getting lambasted by The Fiend on Monday Night Raw. So AEW is smart. They're not going head-to-head Mondays because Heyman's helping run the ship on Monday. Bischoff is trying to run the show on Tuesday and he's not really doing that great of a job, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how things go on Tuesdays. Actually, Fridays now because it's coming to Kansas City when I leave, for that matter, and go back to New York. But the point is, the Wednesday night wars are happening because why? AEW is now a company, so therefore, they've already been in the trenches. 
some of them have been formerly of WWE. They know the model that Vince McMahon works with. They know the business acumen that he goes by. So is it any different than the days of WCW and, and WWE when they were going at each other? Yeah, it's a hell of a lot different because the culture is a lot different. A lot more people are, you know, in pop culture watching some wrestling because why The Rock? Oh, yeah, The Rock. Oh, John Cena. That's the names that come to mind when you create professional wrestling. And others will say, well, I watch Cody Rhodes and, and Dusty, but you guys shut the fuck up. Because, no, you originally started out, well, I watched the product back then because it was something to get behind. It was something that left me on the edge of my seat. Ladies and gentlemen, this long-winded promo is brought to you by Crazy Incorporated, <laughs> where straight jackets are the new end. All right, 42 minutes left. Why not start by saying, if you have children, the following content is explicit language and is TV 14 rated. If you reproduce this product, I'm just going to laugh at your ass and tell you you owe $45 to this day. You will be fined $45 for production of Off the Rails Uncensored, a trademark made by Brian Rails. Crazy Incorporated, that is an actual thing, ladies and gents. If you decide to use it on your programming, you will be fined, or you have to cut me a check, because it is in writing. Go ahead and look it up. You will find it. I do not own the rights to the following song or theme used by Nikki Cross in World Wrestling Entertainment, Glasgow Cross, CFO, produced by a red producer and music retiree, Jim Johnson of World Wrestling Entertainment, an employee no longer affiliated with World Wrestling Entertainment. I know that the likeness that I use this theme in can or will be used against me in the court of law. I am willing to assess this right because I have given it full right and acknowledgement. Enough of the long-winded shit. Let's get this party started, shall we? Hit my music, monkeys in the truck. Dig it. Aside from all the screams that have been going on in my head about this stupid, pick a side. You should really choose AEWs. You're not going to regret choosing AEW. Or pick NXT. You're not going to regret choosing NXT. All I have to say to you fuckers is quit pulling my arms. I'll choose who I want to fucking choose, and I don't ever choose sides. That's the last thing you want to do with me is tell me, oh yeah, Brian, you should choose this side because look at the look at what they're doing product wise and look at what WWE's doing it's like, alright, enough of the screens, Nikki Cross screens are basically describe how I feel when I hear you fuckers tell me what side to pick and why I should pick them and what are the good reasons for it. AEW hasn't even had a rating system online yet. And when they do, yes, they will accumulate all the online fuckers because AEW will put new new assessments, new little doodads, you know, apps and stuff to follow them by. It's called Good Company Protocol. Why? 
Wednesdays. Oh, Wednesdays. Yeah, you asked me, what's different? Those are one of the questions that I got on Instagram that now became a show title. Thank you, Terry, for that lovely assessment you sent me. It was three paragraphs long, and all I can say is I don't give a fuck. Do you know why? Because I don't give a fuck about social media whores. Do you know what those are? Trying to make your opinion well-known amongst your friends and make you look like a badass because you, you the person, are telling me in three paragraphs why AEW is going to knock WWE out of business. Yet, for some reason, dude, they've been in business for 40 years. Don't you think that's a little bit far-fetched, you know, when Eric Bischoff said that he was going to put uh, WWE out of business? Or when Paul Heyman tried so very hard events on his back, you know, like a turtle in a shell and you can't move very well unless they flip over themselves. I look there's no doubt about AEW's ability to gain attention. They do have Kenny Omega, Joey Janela, Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes most notably, Chris Jericho most notably. Dean Malenko running behind the scenes, Billy Gunn. Where's their training school? Where where do your wrestlers train? Oh, that's right. You don't have one yet. You have a gym that you you know specifically train in, or you train at your own wrestling schools because AEW doesn't have a performance facility just yet. There's a lot of skepticism on both ends because NXT has been around for six years. If you count ten years, you know when they went on a hiatus and returned back, and you saw fighting with my family and how that works with Paige. And how the inner workings of NXT went before the whole we don't do this based off looks thing. Look, WWE's had a, a training facility. They've got Connecticut as a headquarter or headquarters, you know. They've got their own shop. Well, they've got pro wrestling tees for AEW. And it's like, gosh, you guys are torturing the fuck out of my brain. It's like, hmm, which one do I pick based off star quality? And. A lot of you are saying, boy, you're stupid. You sound like you're pro WWE. It's called working, you dumb fucks, because you all think you have it figured out. And by the way, what's up, UK? What's up, US of A? What's up, Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, Tokyo, Philippines? What's up, Italy? I love y'all. Norway, how are you doing? Canada, love you. But to get back to the subject matter at hand, the reason why I'm working, you guys, is because it's like, oh, he's pro-WWE, he's never going to go to AEW, he doesn't know what he's missing out on. First of all, you fucks, I saw Ring of Honor in Madison Square Garden. And guess who happened to watch half of Hall of Fame after that whole incident in Barclays? I traipsed over to Ring of Honor because a friend of mine said, hey, we got tickets, yay, our fucking parties didn't show up, whatever. It's just one big independent event with big names that showcases to an audience, the masses, of what professional wrestling can be. Tajiri, Jushin Thunder Liger, anyone? Mm, Bully Ray, Enzone Cash showing up. Okay, Gorillas of Destiny. And, you know, the Briscoe Brothers. Like, honestly, yo, you think I don't know the other side of the tape? And I do. I am familiar with Jay Lethal and them. All right? I'm not stupid when it comes to the other side of professional wrestling's tail of the tape, all right? You think just because I watch WWE does not mean I pay attention to the other side of the spectrum. You are sorely mistaken. 
I, I watch most of the stuff on the website. I watch most of the shit that I that comes across my newsfeed. It's called Facebook. Y'all fuckers post that shit like it's water coming into a cup. And I'm supposed to drink the fucking water that turns into Kool-Aid that you're trying to shove down my throat. I'm not going to convert into one fan or the other because I'll give everyone a fair shake. Like, okay, this is just like American Idol people versus America's Got Talent. You don't really give two fucks about the shows. You know why? You know why? Because it's something peddled by mainstream. And they're like, well, you can be as individual as you want, as unique, but you better fall in line and, and not part of any company yet. So please, for you people that are sending me AEW matches and WWE and like one big bowl of fuckery is what it is. I can't choose between one side or the other. You guys, well, that's just a cop out. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass. It's one big work is what it is for me because I love fucking with you guys. Oh, I love fucking with you guys. Oh, he's pro WWE. All he talks about is WWE. No, that's not true. I've mentioned what happened during an AEW event called All or Nothing, Double or Nothing, in Las Vegas. I mentioned what happened, what MJF did during a battle royal to a midget who had prosthetics and said, how do you like me now, Lieutenant Dan? Like, that's some funny shit to me. MJF is like their version of The Miz. You think the companies don't mirror each other? What is wrong with you guys? Gee, Chris Jericho doesn't mirror anyone in the fucking WWE because he was a part of WWE. He's the only one that sets himself apart. No. Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, anyone? Hmm, gee. They both went to Japan. They both spent time there, and they're both phenomenal athletes. No pun intended. The Good Brothers. Are they like the Young Bucks? To tell you the truth, you know, throwing super kicks and doing a super kick party is the finish. I don't mind finishes. I don't give a fuck. I give a damn and I give a fuck about if you entertain my fat ass. Yes, I call myself fat because I'm floofy and pretty. That's why. All right. So what parallels are there between the companies? Ms. MJF. MJF, EC3. You do the math, folks. Combine the two personalities and you get MJF. Who's literally – if I'm going to say this, this is a compliment – uh, he reminds me a lot of a certain someone. CM Punk, you can't entertain the masses unless you are truly sorely invested in the character instead of a flippy flip guy who can do flippy moves in the ring. He said that in an article just recently, you know, two weeks ago, that said the following. If, you, if the fans are not invested in a character, if they're not shown a character, why invest in them at all? He has a valid fucking point. Yes, the WWE has characters like Braun Strowman and The Fiend and Bray Wyatt, and they're two of the same people. I get it. Some of you nitpick and annoys the ever-living crap out of me when you nitpick. Like, can you not just enjoy a fucking show and tune on the tube and be like, yes, it's wrestling. But I remember when WWE used to have characters that we could invest in, like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H and The Rock and Edge and all of them. Guys. You've got to evolve with the times. And AEW, certainly, they they are putting on a wrestling show with guys like the mid-card, like Killian McMurphy and Sonny Kiss, who does a phenomenal job at doing what he does. Then you have the Jungle Boy, Luke Perry's son, which, by the way, woo-hoo, 
quite the looker, let me tell you. He's quite the ladies' man, just like Daddy. But I must say, I'm getting distracted here. You have to put into effect that gigging every time and not saving it and not giving the fans a story build or some kind of story arc for us to invest in is also a mistake. AEW is guilty of that already because you know that Cody and Dustin are going to go after the tag titles. You know that AEW is invested in giving the fans already a fucking show, and I'm not disputing that. However, how long are you going to last with all these women on the roster? Aja Kong, Awesome Kong, Britt Baker, who's phenomenal, Tessa Blanchard. I mean, you have rejects coming from Evolve. You have rejects that came from NXT. So there's one thing coming. We don't want to be WWE infiltrated. We don't want to be WWE heavy. Roster heavy is what Cody Rhodes made the statement. Imagine that. And then you have Sean Spears going one-on-one with John Moxley and AEW's card. And I'm going to read it again because it begs repeating. This is the all-out match card. And I'm going to read it so that you can fully comprehend where I'm coming from. AEW World Championship. For the inaugural crowning of the AEW Championship, Chris Jericho versus Adam Hangman Page. going to be a great match. Kenny Omega versus Moxley. Oh, my. I can't wait to see that one. Triple A Tag Team Championship match. Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in the ladder match. Cody versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. God, go get away, you old bastard. I love you to death, but... Boy, involving yourself, and he looks as healthy as a horse, folks, like from back in the day when he was with the Four Horsemen. Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. Rio, okay, that match right there that I just mentioned, Joey Janela versus Havoc versus Allen. Uh, you might want to get your buckets out because there's going to be a lot of blood in that match. Rio versus Akira Shida. Akira Shida. Oh man. <laughs> What a match. Women's Casino Battle Royale. Winner receives a shot at the inaugural Women's Championship match. I don't know. There are predictions that have come out. So Britt Baker versus B. Priestley. Awesome Kong versus Aja Kong. That's like King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm just going to say which one's going to cave. It's going to be an awesome match. Is CM Punk going to be in Chicago? That is the question that bears on everyone's fucking brain. <clears throat> Do I have everyone's attention now? He said if he was never going to come back to, he was never going to come back to World Wrestling Entertainment. Don't ever say never, folks. And things could take a twist for you know the worst or the better. It doesn't matter. But the reason why I haven't taken a breath in between monologues is because I can. It's because I'm nuts, folks. I, I've been fucked up in the head for so many things. So my Amazon package is late. What the fuck? Yes, I just read that message, folks. I tend to read emails to sidetrack my mind from the subject that is CM Punk. It's like opening Pandora's box. Okay. There is a certain code that professional wrestling goes by, right? It's an unheard of code. Code of don't speak unless you know. Don't research unless it's credible. Don't go through certain websites because you can't. Don't do this because you are put together, you know, you're putting together a certain presentation 
for a group of fans who love to battle one another in the back of their own imaginary locker rooms. And that's fine. You do what you do to make yourselves happy. What I'm presenting to you is... Sam Punk, a, a subject that has been drawn out for almost a full decade. And I say that nicely, because 2013 was the last time that Punk was cited in WWE. His last match, 2012, lack thereof. I mean, he's been around a lot. He wrestled when he was sick. He wrestled when he had diarrhea. You know, he held it in and he crapped his pants. He wrestled when, you know, there's a lot of sob stories about CM Punk. Now, Colt Cabana's podcast is not what I'm basing this off of. I mean, I've read. I've been around Punk. Now, I'm sure he doesn't remember most folks. I have not met him. Like, hi, shake your hand, you know, what you, what are you about, you know, you know, how can I get to know you kind of handshake. I've met him on the professional level, folks. Of, I've been in the same arena with him. I've, I have met a few of his friends while in Illinois. So does that mean I know him personally? No. But I have seen his career from when it very first started in Ring of Honor in 2002. I have followed him over 17 years. I have seen him against Eddie Guerrero. I have seen what this man is capable of. If he goes to AEW and appears, oh, take my money is all I'm going to tell you. Makes me a mark, so fucking be it. Why? I'm not picking sides, but son of a bitch. That man gave a spark, and now you'll hear a lot of debate on this is how it went down. This is why we let him go. Now, to understand this, you need a beer. You need some nachos. You need a hot dog. You need the whole kit and caboodle to explain the war between CM Punk and WWE. You want my humble opinion on the man. He and I are cut from different cloths. In certain areas, as far as looks go, and as far as, you know, business prowess, whatever. Some say, I don't like the fucker, he's rude, he was obnoxious to my friend. I just see him as a blend of Macho Man Randy Savage and Eddie Guerrero put together, because the man puts together a match like he's painting a fucking Picasso, or a Rembrandt, or any other famous artist that he's trying to paint you a fucking picture is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, if he joins AEW, that'll make good old Brian Rails happy on certain levels. Because it's like this. You get past a certain level in a video game, you're all happy as clams. And you say to yourselves, damn, I'm good. I can fart, eat Cheetos, drink beer, drink whatever kind of soda... Good, good, because I passed a level in my RPG game, like uh, Skyrim, for example, or, you know, Grand Theft Auto, or whatever games you guys are into. It'd give me the kind of feeling like if the Raiders beat the fuck out of the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium, or 
at the Raiders beat anyone this season. You know why? Because we've been so bad for so long. Time for a new season. That's why. I'd be ha- I'd be that happy, ladies and gents. It's no secret. I've told everyone and anyone that listen. I don't like following what everyone else follows unless it's a business acumen and it means I make more money. I'm just going to point that out there. <clears throat> That's the type of person I am. Does that mean I'm a sellout? No. Because I, I'm going to watch what NXT is capable of. And look, Punk's kind of let go of some of the demons from his past and he's been on a TV show that he guest started on saying, look, you got to understand something. Becky Lynch is obviously doing something special for the women's division in WWE. Do you think that means, you know, you, would you ever put it out of the question to make a comeback to WWE? That's what he was asked. And let me just point this out. AEW has now been offering him stuff on the table so they know that that's a knockout blow or the equalizer, if you will, to Seth Rollins, who has been promoted, produced, you know, and shown to us a zillion times. A lot of people question the uh, formalities of that, of Seth Rollins being the guy in WWE. Why is it he be, gets to beat Brock Lesnar with battered ribs? And why is it Finn Balor could not beat him? I don't know. And look, I don't judge Vince on his decision-making when it comes to picking who he wants to be at the top of the mountain, top of the food chain. Professional wrestling is very, very straightforward. It's not strange. No, it's not. you got to help others before, you know, you help your own intuitions or see your own intuition throughout the business. Um, That's very true because when you look at the Wednesday night wars that are about to occur, Vince is going to try and help a group of young guys and gals succeed in their own, in their first ever Wednesday night wars. I don't know what the ratings for NXT is going to be, but there, it is a big deal when they go to network television. It It is, you know, something that is not only special because now I believe it's not uh, a war. It's, it, it's been coming. It was kind of a, a vision, if you will. I, You knew that a company cannot stay in one piece unless... The other, there's other competition making the product better, making WWE work. So, in essence, I have my skepticisms about AE dubs, but I also have my skepticisms with NXT. And those skepticisms are as follows If you have to constantly gig or do unsafe chair shots to make your company big, that's not the focus. But as far as things I've noticed, then you got to work up to the reason for why that happened, and there was no reason for the gigging with Dustin and Cody match, but it was a good match. Um, Joey Janela, Hangman Page, Adam Hangman Page, Darby Allen, the list goes on. The females, you know, kudos to you guys. I love women's wrestling. I, I am weird like that, you know, being a gay fan in the professional wrestling business. And seeing what the women bring to the table with their stories. Love, 
awesome Kong. Love what she brings to the table. Um, Britt Baker, you know, phenomenal worker, underrated. But then in the women's division in NXT, you have Mia Yim, who's been around for almost 16 years. Oh, well, close to that. She came up from nothing. So there, there's a story behind every female, you know, in every division. Mia Yim is given Shayna Baszler a run for her money at the last NXT TakeOver in Toronto. That's something to build off of instead of, well, this is what happened at this live AEW show between Britt Baker and Awesome Kong, where I'm using this this girl as my bodyguard. And this is why we're feuding with one another. That gives me nothing to go off of. It just says, hi, I'm a big-ass bitch, and I'm going to beat your ass. That's just my take on some of the things that AEW does. It's like, like I said, guys, I have my skepticisms for a reason. Because I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm just saying I want to see what you can do to make them go, wow, what a wrestling. I cannot take my eyes off of Kenny Omega versus Jericho. I cannot take my eyes off of the fact that Moxley came through the crowd and dirty, you know, whatever, forgotten past, whatever he calls a move, dirty deeds. I don't know. I still, I forget what he called it when he was in CZW. Yes, James, I'm not that much of a connoisseur in wrestling past move names, okay? But, but what I am aware of is that these Wednesday Night Wars are going to be reading statistics. That's the type of uh, person I am when it comes to broadcast journalism. <clears throat> Back up my claims with facts. So they're going to be on TNT October the 2nd. WWE already beat them to the punch, so they already are building ratings. They're like, well, AEW is going to just floor, and they're just waiting. They're just waiting to do the Mike Tyson, you know, to, to uh, Evander Holyfield. What are they going to do, bite each other's ears? Spit them out? Be on the movie Hangover? I mean, I don't know. I don't get that analogy, Mike. I really don't. If you want to message us, you can re- do so at Russell underscore radio. And it will be <laughs> Oh goodness Who wrote under my comment section Good lord I have 170 followers This is just great I, didn't, I did not want that No thank you Okay So reading through your messages through Instagram Let me just explain For those of you listening to my craziness I have reasons for it AEW is a company that's only existed since 2018 They're backed by the formal uh, the Jacksons are form general manager of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tony Khan, who was a billionaire. Who is the last billionaire that we know that I can parallel this comparison with? Ted Turner. They said Ted Turner was a moron because he listened to Bischoff. He listened to a whole bunch of company executives saying WCW should go in this direction. And look what happened. The WC, or WCW lasted as a company literally from the 1980s to the year 2000. So when did it go out of business? If I do my math right, it's the year 2001. When official, all the uh, official rights were given to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Boy, you know, at Hall of Fame when I was still there, Hunter said, that's fine, cheer for a company that's going to go out of business a couple of years, be outright owned by somebody. Then you have Cody Rhodes smashing, symbolically smashing a chair that looks exactly like Triple H's WrestleMania chair. 
and yet have you sold out stadiums yet have you sold out stadiums that's the question yet between both are are you going to you know have a sellout war like who can sell out the fastest AEW had a circulation of 72,000 or more for a 23,000 seat event yes the event sold out but what's ironic is I went on Tick pick. I went on every other seat. There's still seats available, folks, because people went and bought some seats just to be a part of history and then sell them. Wow, just to make a quick buck, that says nothing about your company. That just says we sold out, yet people are selling our tickets on various third-party websites, and I guarantee you it's, gonna, it's already sold out. But to go to SeatGeek and find tickets still available makes me wonder, is it for real? Yes. <laughs> yes, because people always do that. Third-party sites always have busy vendors, you know? That's just the nature of that. God, I love working, you guys. This is so much fun. It's like playing a fucking fiddle. It really is, and I have 15 minutes left. You have to deal with my crazy antics. I'm going to say what the other Brian, famous Brian said, playing, flying Brian, Brian Pillman. God rest your soul. If I didn't already come in here, I've been looking to piss on this establishment. And you know what I mean? By pissing on the establishment that is wrestling fandom. It's the fact that I have to keep in mind that my crazy behavior, my opinions, are always going to be on your mind on fucking Instagram, on Twitter, or on Facebook because, you know, get into a fucking keyboard warrior that says I don't know what I'm talking about and then I just ramble all over the place look Adam Cole Bobby Fish Kyle O'Reilly most importantly yeah Adam Cole Bobby Fish Kyle O'Reilly Roderick Strong those guys that came from Ring of Honor Sami Zayn Kevin Owens the list goes on uh, Samoa Joe Seth Rollins Ambrose now Moxley they came. They all came from the same origin, similar origins. Chris Jericho didn't go to Ring of Honor, I know. But Chris is just, he's just a beast. And all these guys that I see presenting their cases to wrestling fans, I gotta say, I've fallen in love with what you're doing. You know why? Because I tend to like wars. Why? Controversy. Controversy creates cash. Intrigue is created by what you present to wrestling fans, and now you've got a whole bunch of fuckers that like this shit because they can get into a long-winded debate why they have made the right decision of choosing either AEW or NXT. And to me, it's like a long-winded fucking insurance commercial. Liberty, 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 AE-dubs <clears throat> versus Geico, which is, you know, I can compare and contrast all day long, but that would be extremely boring that it's to stick my finger in a blender and pish puree because that's what I feel, you know? It's like, ah, you fucks. Although I'd be screaming a lot more in pain if I did. Whereas I see the cars going by and Liberty, because that's where I'm at with the Libertines who have been watching like weirdos, you know, because in the Midwest, that's what some of them do. 
They're very friendly folk. They have their corn, their cereal, their gossip, their chiefs, their royals. Their did you hear what Linda did? Did you hear what uh, Marsha did? Oh no, she didn't go to church this weekend. But her little nephew watches that pro wrestling. I happen to catch wind, folks. There's a lot of conversations where I'm at, okay? And yes, you hear cars in the fucking background. But that's aside from the point. The point is, I just love how the social media wars are already going on, and you are so right, kind of thing. What happened to the, well, I'll watch it. I don't even want to watch it because I'm not invested. Why should I not watch it? I can't force you all what to watch. And I love how people are just like, I love to see people getting invested in professional wrestling. You think that we're not invested? So we're not watching SummerSlam or TakeOver or AEW or New Japan or Ring of Honor. We're not invested. We're not enjoying ourselves. If you have to write a post, and I'm going to touch on this, if you have to write a post about what fans should be and shouldn't be, unless you've been through the ringer, unless you have literally been through every kind of fandom that there is possible, no, possibly known to man, then please do us all a favor and quit your bitching about fans. Because fans are... Yes, at times annoying. And yes, at times unbearably annoying on social media. That's why I don't I don't get into those wars. But I will get into this one. Oh, yeah. I'll get heavily invested in the DVDs that come out at Walmart that won't get sold. But the downloads that will get pirated illegally by AEW and WWE, which they already, already do. And then, you know... It's going to be even more fun. Oh, you're WWE. Oh, you're AEW. It's like M&M's. They do exist. Come on. This is professional wrestling. You're going to have people that don't necessarily agree with what you like. We all know this. There's going to be people divided into AEW. There's going to be people divided into Wrestling Revolver. There's going to be people sifted into watching CZW. There's going to be the people that remain at Ring of Honor because, oh, it's pure, it's pure, it's like going to an indie event. We enjoy it. And that's fine. You cling to what is your fucking therapy. And wrestling, yes, it's my therapy. It's my release. It's my sense of pleasure. It's my dirty broad, okay? There, I I use terms that are perverse, but you get the gist. All right? It's like... Going fishing. I don't go fishing, but I'm going to use the analogy anyways. It's like going fishing, sitting on a boat. You have your beer, you have your tackle, and you have your bait. You you put your bait on your fucking hook, and you hope to God you get a big mouth bass. And you get it, and you throw it back. Which is why I never understood fishing. Because that shit's so fucking stupid. It really is. Okay? And just like people are going to turn around right around and tell me, well, wrestling's stupid because it's a bunch of men in underwear wrestling for titles. Again, to each their own. People like getting on a boat and wasting all their money on lure bait and going over and getting their hand bit off by a crocodile 
If you're in the bayou in Louisiana, yes, that's totally random, but look, AEW, God love them. You know why? Because they've injected a lot of changes into WWE and how WWE does things. No more set of promos on Monday unless it absolutely fits. No more pointless vignettes unless it absolutely fits the fucking story. <clears throat> Much like, you know, Sasha's return. Like, most people want me to touch base on that. You want my opinion on it? I think it's great because it's what people are buzzing about. You want hot topic, hot button issues for fans to discuss about your company. You don't want, oh, Natty, poor Woe was Natty. She hurt her fucking arm. Like, hmm, and I discussed this with a friend earlier who I should literally just put a cap on sometimes, but, you know, he's got some valid points, and I've got some valid points. My points are it takes some time to get used to somebody, and unfortunately for Natty, when she's in front of an audience, unless she was in the modern-day Heart Foundation, which there is, there's Davey Boy Smith, Brian Pillman, Tyson Kidd, you know, there's... Dynamite kids as a child as well. It's if she were a part of a faction, it would have worked a lot easier. Would Sasha still have attacked Natty from behind? You know, like trying to act like she's going to console her and then she attacks her. It's called wrestling. I enjoy that aspect. Do you know why? Because no one expected her to be there after four months. Everyone, everyone and their mother, including me, thought that Sasha would be gone to AEW. And she left cryptic statuses. Yes, she did on um, Instagram and Twitter. It's called taking a break. If you mentally want to be away from something, you take a break. So that's my assessment on the whole Sasha return. I'll get back to you on that. Dead damn it. Who's sending me emails? Yes, I'll get to your emails later. It's Russell. Radio underscore network at 95gmail.com. For those of you who want questions or inquiries about being a guest, please inquire from within. We do have an email, so that's that. Okay. And for those of you who want to message us on our Facebook page, it's Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com. Wrestle underscore radio at Instagram. And Brian Rails at Twitter. Uh, at Brian Rails on Twitter. Okay. At underscore Brian Rails. Capital B, but wrestler, uh, not the rest lowercase, capital R, Rails. Professional wrestling is taking a turn for the greater good. Now, those of you who are saying that NXT doesn't have a prayer. Or you guys are going to eat your words. For those of you who say AEW doesn't have a chance, you guys are going to eat your words too. Both co- this is a fu- More places to work, more opportunities, more places to be, and I'm going to do one final advertisement. If you would like to invest in yourself, you can do so by going to monsterfactory.org. That's monsterfactory.org. The school is located in Paulsboro, New Jersey. For those of you who don't have GPS and like to go the old-fashioned way, go to a Wawa's or go to a gas station and get you a road map, and you can find Fallsboro. But I would suggest looking them up on the Internet and mapping it out on MapQuest.com if you don't like doing it the GPS way. Invest in yourself. Become a professional wrestler. 
train to become whatever you want to be, manager, referee, announcer, um, future owner of your wrestling school, if you want to do that, if you want to go that route, monsterfactory.org. Do not email the office on a consistent basis, okay? The phone number is located directly on the website on monsterfactory.org. All right, that'll do her for this week's episode of Off the Rails Uncensored. I will be going to new times. So that way, I'm fucking enjoying this live, yo. I get to change the time on my podcast so I can report both NXT and both All Elite Wrestling. This is going to be one janked up motherfucker, and I'm going to love every minute of it. Because every fan's going to get into a comment war on Cult of Kayfabe and LBGTQ wrestling fans. It's going to be one big fucked up social media war that I will just sit back and have a ball and blast with. All right, so if you didn't like what I fucking had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Tune in next Wednesday, actually, yeah, tune in tomorrow because I'll be doing the same review of SmackDown Live and different. I'll be doing SmackDown Live reviews after the fact on Friday, so I'm going to love it. I'm going to watch SmackDown Live on Friday replays on Hulu. I can watch it live if I can, but I want to get out on Friday. I don't know about you. I'll be watching it wherever I am, however I can. That'll do it for tonight. I'll eat pasta, I'll eat whatever, I'll be eating some kind of dinner, whatever, bitches. I love you. Have a good day, night, whatever. Sleepwalk, please don't. Uh, For those of you who do have sleepwalkers, seriously, do not try and wake them up. That'll get you seriously hurt. I am going to eat something so I can get something in my system. Goodbye. Somebody's a shark. Somebody's a shark. All right. That's my boredom. I'm not going to sing it. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Hit my music. Because I said so. The cream of the crop. Take it. Now, the coastal person now.